This is Heavy Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Philadelphia Eagles and how we sent the Eagles home out of the playoffs. What else needs to be said? Deshaun Jackson haunts his old team. This is much, much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo. What's happening? Yo. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Yo, yo, yo. Excellent. John sounded like, whoa, whoa, whoa. John, John drank like, too much eggnog. Got run over by a reindeer. He sounded like Barry White today. Hello, Hello. ladies. <laughs> Let me lay it down by the fire. Anyway, welcome to Harry Hog Football number episode 382, in which we sent our second most hated team, the Philadelphia Eagles, home. For the holidays. For the holidays, where they're going to stay. Chip Kelly sitting on his uh, chaise lounge, licking his chops while he eats turkey and (laughs) gravy giblets. Licking his wounds. (laughs) You know, doing that, that job of the hut tongue thing he does. (laughs) <laughs> I want to give a hey, up the cranberry sauce Before we talk about Chip Kelly's giblets I want to talk about Giving a shout out to our benevolent sponsor Desmond Seeley You can reach him at Desmond Seeley 2 on Twitter Who made yet another Donation To HHF So we thank you for that This holiday season right. Thank you Desmond Seeley We honor you we're going to honor you with a completely new commercial come uh, uh, 2015. Why is my dog barking? I'm serious. I don't know, man. Anyway, talk amongst yourself for a second while I put the dog out of the room. This is a Did Aaron just say we, we will honor Desmond Seeley with a new commercial for 2013? All I know is... If I had a good voice right now, I would be singing "Die Eagles Die." <laughs> we have to sing it for you. Die Eagles Die on the road to sitting on the couch. Die yes. Eagles Die, the Redskins beat us out. Oh yeah, did you see the uh, giblet? Did you see Deshaun Jackson's little eagle kicking the butt dance that he was doing all up the tunnel? <laughs> it was hilarious. Was he doing the, the turkey walk? Yeah, he was like moving his head like he was like sticking out his. I don't know if he was sticking out his tongue, but had this funny look on his face, and he was like doing that eagle, like eagle dance Strut. they always do. But then he like like did a big kick at the end, like he was kicking him in the butt, <laughs> and he kept doing that. Like he did it on the field, and then he did it in the tunnel. He was a happy man, dude. It was like Merry Christmas, Deshaun Jackson, dude. After all the turmoil and all the back and forth you've heard about Deshaun Jackson and RG3, they sure did show a number of shots of them on the sideline just laughing and cutting up, you know, basically doing fist bumps and everything else. I mean, it was almost like 
they were best friends over there or something during this game. And is that just because Deshaun Jackson actually has made some big catches? Deshaun Jackson, or they've been tight since he got there. Like he was trying to get him there, and then he was—he was the one then, that was standing up for RG three when he got benched. I don't know, dude. No, a couple of weeks ago, dude, there was, um, and, and I was listening to, um, I was listening to Chris Cooley, I think, on ESPN Radio. They were talking about, um, you know, how there was somebody inside the locker room had said some things about RG three, how he lost his confidence, how he wasn't, you know, wasn't the leader, nobody respected him, blah blah blah. And although it was not confirmed, most of them, I believe, thought that that was Deshaun Jackson that said that. But it was conjecture. Because they were source. Yeah, they weren't in there with all the sweaty sacks. They couldn't tell you. Who <laughs> <laughs> sweaty sacks. Sweaty post game sacks. Seriously, <laughs> they weren't in there with the post game sacks. Post game SS. Oh, speaking of sacks, it was really refreshing. To not see seven sacks. It was refreshing. It was almost like the offensive line decided to wake up and do their job. You know what? I did kind of notice in this game, the offensive line seemed to rally around RG3. Did you guys notice that? Yes. 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 It was almost like they're going to protect him. I mean, especially when you look at the injuries that happened during the game. Trent Williams. Who was the other one? Lichtensteiger. Didn't he get hurt? Um, Anyway, those guys... They go out of the game, and, and like two plays later, they're back in, like shaking it off. They're like, I got to protect my quarterback. That's the way it seemed to me. Yeah, also, there's no one left. <laughs> Williams was in there with like one arm. Yeah, he was. I know, dude. Arm. That play after he came back in, his like whole shoulder and arm was like hanging down to the side, like not even moving. Yeah, I saw, I, I don't remember if it was Hazlitt or Gruden, like told him he was done in the third quarter, and he's like, I've already fought through three quarters. I'm finishing it out. I know. And then at one point, like, Jay Gruden was like, that's it. I'm putting me in, coach. And he, like, suited up, and he was going to go in as offensive lineman. But uh, I would have liked to have seen that. Who? Gruden. He's a quarterback. I'm, I know, but he was, you know, he's he's not in that quarterback shape anymore. He's more <laughs> of a lineman shape now. He's more of a football shape. He's more of a football shape. <laughs> as in, he's the shape of a football. Hey, hey you guys are – just tuning in, you know, this, the way John sounds today will be like 50 years from now when we're still doing the podcast. <laughs> Get off my lawn. 50 years from now when they'll be like, podcasts are so vinyl. Yeah, and John will be like, I hate the Cowboys. Podcasts are the vinyl of the O's. He'll be like, I hate the Cowboys. And Jerry Jones' grandson. <laughs> Jerry Jones and his grandson. Speaking of. It is Dallas week. Who's pumped? I'm pumped, man. This bumps. This bumps. I'm yeah. pumped. Super you pumped. got the flag out, John? It's going out this morning. I have it by the front door with my Redskins flag. Awesome. Nice. Super pumped. And I'm going to be wearing my shirt today. It says beat Dallas. We need to get the sweep on these guys. You know what? There have been a number of uh, number of weeks now I've not worn my RG3 jersey with all the turmoil going on. This last week, I was like, you know what? I believe. I think he could do this. And I put my jersey back on. You know what I was thinking about yesterday? What? For how crappy this season has gone, we have more wins than last year already with one more game to go. Not only has it been crappy, with the, with it's just been like, it's been like such a freaking epic drama. 
I mean, my God. And but, now it just seems to me, you guys tell me what you think. All right, so we're two weeks into the reinstatement of Robert Griffin III after Colt McCoy's injury. It seems to me like it's just business as usual. Like suddenly Gruden's like, yeah, he's our starter. And there's just no talk of the past. It's almost like, oh, yeah, we're moving ahead and RG3's our guy. I don't know. Do you guys get that sense at all? Well, the sense I got from his comments, like just looking back and putting them together with his recent comments, is that when he benched RG3, I think people kept saying, you know, oh, RG3's done in Washington. But I think that Gruden wasn't completely done with him. He's just like, he needs to get better so he can come back in and play. Because he kept saying things even then, like he's got a bright future and, and stuff like that. I don't know. It's like... Maybe Sit him Gruden, on the sideline and let him watch for a while. Is that what you're what you're saying? Maybe Gruden's like so anti-political on the team that he's like, well, this week Colt McCoy's playing better, so we're going to put him in, and hopefully RG3 <laughs> will get better in practice and maybe during the off season, so he can come back in. Like I well, think he literally wants to put the best person in that he thinks can win the game. Hmm. What about you, John? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. You know, he did say this week, Gruden did say, uh, that RG3 looked good. He said he made all of the throws. Um, he was referencing his uh, RG3, in case you didn't know, had a um, – our listeners didn't know, had a sore – had an injured shoulder, sprained his shoulder last week during the Eagles game late in the game. And he's had some soreness this week, but he said he did he did play yesterday uh, – or did practice yesterday fully with no soreness. So that's good. And Gruden did comment that he looked really good, and he made all of his throws. So he said all systems are good with him. Dude, how do – question. Rainbow Connection is listening to this. How is that? We Did Did we even announce it on Twitter? I think he gets an alert. Oh, hey, what's up, dude? Man, he's like on standby. <laughs> I think he gets an alert when uh, Harry Hogg is now live. You can sign up for those alerts on Mixler. Oh, okay. By the way, we, we've started recording live on Mixler, and sometimes we're good about sending out tweets and things like that. Typically, we do not record on a Saturday morning. Uh, however, this was a holiday week, and uh, holiday plans and parties threw, the, uh, threw a wrench in some of our plans to podcast, so here we are. Plus, John, yes. you know, John drinking eggnog and getting run over by reindeers. We couldn't even get in touch with John much of yesterday because he was so ill-laden. <laughs> Not even a real word. Did you have a good a Christmas, John? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's not the best color commentator in the league for nothing. Did you get or, or give? It, it, it's it's hard. It's harder to have a bad Christmas after a Redskins win against the Eagles. I got my aunt gave me a new Christmas ornament, Redskins one, and I got new Redskins pint glasses. Sweet, nice, nice. It was a good Christmas. Awesome. And all we need now is to beat those damn Cowboys. If we could beat the Eagles in Dallas back-to-back, dude, that's a that's a winning season in my book. In fact, and it's already a winning season because we beat our two most hated teams. And and we're, uh, it, we would be able to say that we swept Dallas. Dude, that would be outstanding. Speaking of Dallas, do you think – how many more years do you think Tony Romo has in this league? I watched the dude. He gets shots every week now. Who knows, dude? How old is he? Isn't he like 33? Or is he younger? I don't know. He gets shots in his yellow cake. <laughs> I don't know. He dude. gets shots every week. But this Cowboys fan I know at um, work, he does not like 
Tony Romo. He's always t- saying how he has little man hands and how the ball just kind of squirts out of his hand. He's like, watch him when he throws it. The ball just kind of squirts out of his hand like you're squeezing something, like a, and it just goes and squirts out of his hand, and then it goes up a foot. Like right out of his hand, it go, is weird looking. It goes <laughs> up a foot and starts on its way. He's like he's squeezing toothpaste out of a tube. Who's um, who's his backup now? Whedon. He came in at at when they were destroying um the Giants last was no sorry the Colts last week. He came in and threw it like a fifty yard touchdown pass right off the bat to uh, what's his face the new Irvin, Des Bryant. Des. Oh yeah. Dude, you know who's turning into a beast? I mean, he has some sucky games, but I think he's going to end up being a good cornerback. Brashad Breeland. Brashad Breeland, man. Yeah, My dude. dog. I mean, he remember when he played Dallas? He wasn't like um, – he was all up in uh, what's-his-face's grill all game. So with without sacrilege here, will he become the next Daryl Green? Nope. Daryl no. Green, his rookie year, was tearing it up, remember? As long as he's not the next Daryl Pounds. Yeah. Well, Rashad Breeland Somewhere is tearing his Darryl. rookie year. This is Rashad Breeland's rookie year. Yeah, but he's not tearing it up. He's had some horrible games. Although I was only like, what, eight or something when Daryl Green had his rookie year, so I can't remember it game by game. I just remember that one, that one play where he, like, who was it? Tony Dorsett was running Dorsett. it. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere on the screen, there's like this little like blur of Daryl Green running out of nowhere and making the tackle. That's all I remember about his rookie year. I couldn't give you a game-by-game recap. But all I know is basically Breland dipped the bottle in the wax for us on this game. I mean, he sealed the deal. You know what I'm saying? Oh, is that what that analogy means? Yeah, he dipped, dipped the, the bottle, bottle in the, in the wax, wax, dude. You've had a maker's mark, right? You know, when they're done with it, they dip it in the wax. It seals it all up, keeps the air out. It's done. Yeah. um, He did. That was outstanding because the Eagles were driving there at the end of the game. Thanks to maker's mark, our sponsor this week, by the way. We had to work that in. They were down to like the 50, midfield somewhere, and then Breland. Yeah, he made that interception. I mean, and they because they were driving for – a potential winning score on that game, on that yeah. uh, drive. We also were helped yeah. out by the fact that their kicker sucked. He missed two field goals. Oh, that dude. What's that guy's name? Parker Parky? Poser Parky. Parker Parker Pose Parky Posey? Something like Cody that. Cody Parky. Yeah. He, I, he missed two field goals. Was, it didn't look windy to me. Was Here's, there wind? I think he just sucked. He just shanked him. <laughs> he was too busy thinking about all that. Pie he was going to eat on Wednesday. Dude, I keep harping back to Chip Kelly. Like, how bad does he have to feel about cutting Deshaun? Like, what a moron. Jabba. In in two games, Josh can find these stats, but in two games, Deshaun has, like, I don't know how many yards. How many? 200 or more? And a touchdown? You got to give me a little notice here. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pulling it up. I don't know. Sean Jackson. I, Here I we got go. it. In, in the past two games, I got it ready. Oh, you got it, John? I got it. Yeah, go. All right. Um, against Philadelphia, he had four receptions for 126 yards, although against the uh, Giants. No, no. I mean, the, the two games against the Eagles, what did he have? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. All right, hold on. 
243 yards. 243 yards and a touchdown. And he had, what, four catches of over 50? Am I right on that? Like two per game, I think, of at least around 50. I'm looking. Regardless, why would you cut some dude? Yeah, he had his longest in the first, in this Eagles game was 55 yards. His longest in the in the September 21st game was 81 yards. Yeah, dude. And I think he leads the league in yards per catch. I mean, that's a deep threat. Why do you cut your deep threat? They had none at the end of the game when they could have used them. And especially as crappy as the Redskins have been this year to have those stats. It's yeah. like when he – I think if we can get – With four Deshaun, different quarterbacks. If, yeah, I know. If we can get Deshaun and and Robert Griffin connecting and in rhythm and the O-line can block long enough for Deshaun to run these deep routes, with Griffin's big arm, man, I think, we, you know, there is a future in some big plays happening between these two if those things happen. Yeah. I really just want to see it. A sweep of Jerry Jones and his son this week. Josh, <laughs> you got your guitar ready to play, re, do a re, reprise of the Jerry I, Jones? Song? Yeah, dude, but there's already like one in your duns. I don't remember them, man. We're going to have to, you know, we'd have to go back. I can I can make something up similar. <laughs> as long as it says Jerry Jones and his son. Then going down. On, yeah, going <laughs> down on Jerry Jones and his son. Dallas is going down. I'm Jerry Jones and his son. I thought it was Tony Romo. It's Tony going, Romo is going, going down. down. <laughs> I'm Jerry Jones. Why is his son in there? Where did that come from? Because <laughs> you saw his son up in the booth. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get yelled at by fans for you know. <laughs> His Making son. fun of Jerry Jones' son, kind of like when London Fletcher was dude, his ragging son, on Jim Haslett's son. His son is older than us, dude. I mean, Jerry Jones is Skeletor old. He's a grown-ass man. He can How old is it. Jerry Jones' son? Like 40, 50? What does know. he do? I'm looking, I'm looking up his stats. Stand by. What do you mean what he does? He has some phony, baloney, fictitious job for the Cowboys where he just hangs out. <laughs> he cleans, he cleans Jerry, Jerry Jones' Jones's glasses. Remember that? He cleans Jerry Jones's glasses and Tony Romo's yellow cake. Uh, hold on. What is it? <laughs> he's the team's director of personnel, dude. Yeah. That means he's like a phony baloney job because everyone knows the real team director of personnel is Jerry Jones and, well, and his son. <laughs> it basically, oh, it's all these stories. I forgot about this. How mad he got because his son wouldn't let him draft Johnny Manziel. <laughs> you remember that? His son was probably like dad. If you serious. Google it, it's like Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones was damn mad about missing Johnny Manziel. Yeah, he was probably like, Dad, do we really want to compete with Dan Snyder for the worst pickups ever? Come on. He argued with his son. He's like, son, if you don't draft him, I'm not getting you that big wheel you want this Christmas. <laughs> That green machine. Well, anyway, I think you're thinking about Jerry Jones's grandson, and then that would be nasty. But his son can handle it. He's like, I don't know. It was all about the same time there was that shot of Jerry Jones in an elevator with some lady. Oh, Remember yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Like, what happened all with that? 
I think they that settled. That kind of got swept under the rug, dude. No, they I settled. I read, I read that they settled. So basically, he, he gets in an elevator. He, he gropes this woman from behind like he's dry humping her. And then... I'd have to say that woman didn't look entirely innocent to me. She looked No, like she hope. looks pretty happy that Jerry Jones was like all up on her like that. I, but, you know, that said, that's one photo, one moment. Maybe that's the best of 200 pictures that was taken in that elevator. Jerry Jones is looking at the camera, though. It almost looks posed like, you know, hey, do it like this. He was or, wasted, I I, dude. He was I don't wasted. know. He was I don't know what was up with that. Anyway, we're enough talking about Skeletor. We're not talking about them except for the fact that they're going to come into Washington and get beat. As a matter of fact, that woman kind of looks like She-Ra, Princess of Power. <laughs> they, or, or Xena, Warrior Princess. No, remember She-Ra from Masters of the Universe? Oh, yeah. Anyway, dude, enough about John, She-Ra. John sure is quiet. Oh, he keeps saying, yes. 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 Um, <laughs> but what I was going to say is, while I'm thinking about what I was going to say, Dallas. They're all saying, I read this this week, that they're going to try to play for the bye, even though it's probably, even if they beat the Redskins, uh, a long shot for them to get the bye in the playoffs. Bye, bye, bye. But I can tell you one thing. If we come out and start blitzing the crap out of them and hitting Tony Romo like we did in the last game, they're pretty quickly going to back off of that. And maybe we can break DeMarco Murray's other hand. Yeah, that's a good point. He's playing with one broken hand. Are they really going to play that dude? You know, like if they are, they're stupid. Yeah, I mean, didn't he break his hand like clapping? Like he he caught he uh, finished a run and got a first down and got up and did that big clap that people do when that happens and broke his hand that way. I don't know, but I'll tell you this: on with what John was saying about how stupid they are for playing all these dudes. I mean, it's not like they're playing against like I don't know. Uh, a non-divisional team like the Titans or like the Raiders, some, you know, some team that who cares, you know, they're playing against their most hated rival. We're not just going to go in there and like, you know what I mean? It's going to be Jack. It's going to be, there's going to be some intensity in this game. Just like always. At Jack can cook. How many people will be there? How many Dallas fans will be at this game? As many as usual. And I bet there's going to be a lot of Redskins fans there now too, just because they want to see them get beat. Yeah, hmm, that's true. That one win against the, the uh, Eagles will change the the uh, what makeup of the stadium considerably. Yeah. Rainbow Connection saying that Romo is Mr. Glass. When was the last time he's had an entire season when he was healthy? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we've already injured him once this year, I might add. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. We're playing to win, but I don't think they really are. Hmm. I know the Redskins are because, well, we hate Dallas. <clears throat> and, yes, like Josh mentioned, there is the issue with um, uh, RG3's shoulder, but apparently he looked all right yesterday in practice. So. All right, so what else about this game? Uh, Kai Forbath had a, had a good game, I thought. Yeah, he made all of his kicks, didn't he? Except for that one. What was up with that one? It was supposed yeah, to be a squib kick. <laughs> the, he hit the, the lineman. He hit the lineman like right in the face or something. That dribbler. I was like, what is that? I read that that was a mistake and it was supposed to be a normal like squib kick. Hmm. 
So, uh, anyway. what's up with like guys on defense we've never heard of getting sacks? There were dudes on that team. There were people on that team I never even heard of before ever. Trevardo Williams. Yeah, who is that? I have and no Jackson idea. Jeffcoat. We we did talk about JJ Jackson Jeffcoat, the fifth JJ on the team, making a sack yesterday or last week. But I didn't even know about Trevardo Williams. I have no idea who that dude was. I thought it was Trent Williams lined up as a linebacker. Where did they pick that dude up from? Hold on, I gotta look that up. Practice squad somewhere. Yeah, but where did he come? I never even heard of this guy. Trevardo. Gerardo Williams. He sounds like he should be riding a horse. Trevardo. Trevardo Williams. There he is. He had three tackles on the day and one sack. He came in from, uh, where is he from? You know who else I thought was having a good game? He's out of Connecticut. It's his second season. The linebacker uh, Compton. Which one is he? We got him from Houston. Is it Tom or Will? Will. Will. I thought he was having a good game early, but didn't he get injured? Is he not on the injury report? I thought he got hurt. Will Will Compton. Compton. Oh. Uh, I didn't see him on the injury report. Oh, yeah. And my favorite stat, dude, John pointed this out earlier in the week. Daryl Young, two carries, two yards. I believe it's Darrell. And two touchdowns. Darrell. Darrell, two yards, two touchdowns, and two touchdowns, and one in the face of an Eagles fan. <laughs> you might change his name to Daryl because all the announcers say Daryl. Darrell. It's like, like, dude, it's like that substitute teacher thing from uh, Key and Peele. Have you ever seen – have you ever seen the announcer sheets that they give the announcers in the booth? Hey, hey, Ron. No, does it have all the pronunciations? It has pronunciations. It's like name. It's like number, name, pronunciation. College. Yeah. This guy's out of Middle Tennessee State. So, so I wonder if his is like D O O dash R E L L. Durell. 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 No, or something like it's that. It's D-U-H. D-U-H dash R-E-L-L. D-U-H. Pronounced the rail. I, I think maybe D-E-R. Dur. Durrell. Dur. Randall Dur space E-L. Durrell. Phonetic. Yeah. Anyway. How how do you do phonetics and phonetics? I don't know. I don't know, but we got to beat Jerry Jones. And his son. anyway should we take a short break and then when we come back go ahead and go into the game balls and kicks and let people get on with their uh, pre-game holiday season yeah 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 Uh, all right so uh, let's do that let's take a short break and I'm not playing that three minute long commercial and when we come back we'll do that all right talk to you guys well rainbow connection in just a second You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. This is Ken Can from Canada, and you're listening to Harry Hog Football. Anyway, we're back. Sun going down 
Jones and his son and his grandson <laughs> and Tony Romo's yellow cake. Oh. Dallas hey, comes yeah, to that's town that's tomorrow. They're gonna leave a loser <laughs> because we're gonna pound them all day, you know. With all of our bruises. That's right, Tony Romo is going down. Oh, Tony Romo is going down. On Jerry Jones and his son. <laughs> And his son. And his son. And his grandson. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. All right. We are, already know about that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Josh, I think John or Josh uh, sent me an IM during that little break. Is that still the proper term today? IM or is that an arcade? That means instant message. Okay. Well, anyway, I got a message. To I think that means injured man. To remind me to talk about the Pro Bowl. And yes, we'd be remiss if we didn't bring this up. How the heck, all right, if you didn't hear Trent Williams, <clears throat> who had a pretty good year but was fighting injury, so he, you know, not his best year, made the Pro Bowl again. I think it's his third or fourth time. And deserve it, though. Deserve it. But how the heck does, does Ryan Kerrigan not make the Pro Bowl? He had like it, at least 13 and a half sacks, right? He, he is currently fifth in sacks. And first in uh, uh, fumbles caused with five. Yeah. How does he not make the Pro Bowl when That's he was crazy. so awesome? That's crazy. It's because it's a joke, right, John? Yes. There you go. And I'll also Tress point Wade? out. How about Tress Wade? Tress Wade didn't make it, and he was. The what? number one in the NFL. Remember, we got him out of nowhere. Like, we cut our punter, Right. We cut our punter after the final preseason game and signed this dude. And we're like, what the heck? Am I remembering that correctly? It was something like that. I think it's because we didn't remind people to vote. Yeah, I don't remember seeing any reminders to vote. Yeah, we didn't remind, and all of our millions of listeners probably forgot to vote. It's a joke anyway. It's all about the all-pro. Yeah, It is a joke. And you know what? And the whole fan vote thing, too. You know, I'm sure so many people, including... Well, anybody that that was able to vote for the Pro Bowl was like, "Oh, these guys. There's nobody on the Redskins. They suck." Yeah, probably because that's what we would do for other teams. I've never even heard of these dudes. Because when they put them on the list for voting, like online, when I've done it in the past, they don't have any stats or anything. They should list like highlights of all the people. It's just the name of the. Per- they should put Tressway, number one punter in the NFL. Is should he go to the Pro Bowl? He he's on a sucky team, but he is number one. Should he go? Anyway, well, that's also the problem with people trying to make it into the Hall of Fame traditionally, too. Here's the thing, though, about the punter and the Pro Bowl. If you're on one of the suckiest teams in the NFL, you're going to be punting a lot. The dude is good, and he gets a lot of opportunities to kick that ball because the Redskins have been so horrible. Wouldn't you want him on your Pro Bowl team? On the downside, on that is. You also have a lot of more chances to uh, 
up your stats, you know, whereas like a guy that only prints like two times a game, if he shanks one, then it's a bigger impact on his stat line. That's true. That's true. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So we had to talk it's, about the Pro Bowl. And, it's a bigger impact on his bottom line. And I would even make a uh, – I mean, I know he didn't have a million catches, but Deshaun Jackson leads the league in yards per catch. And um, <clears throat> the number one deep, redskin, deep threat in the league. He He's a Redskin. Yeah. Next year. Next year. Next dude. year. Next year, dude. Um. Anyway, so uh, let's see here. Let's go into. Uh, do we really need to talk about any injuries or anything? Or oh, Alfred Morris is an alternate, isn't he? Oh yeah, Alfred Morris. Thank you, thank you very much. Alfred Morris is an alternate, and I'd be remiss if I didn't point out that both him and Deshaun Jackson went over a thousand yards for the for the season I know. last week. Pretty awesome. Congratulations to them and proud of them are we. Um, I can touch on injuries really quick. I don't even know if you want to play the music. Um, we already talked about RG3. He had a sore shoulder this week after he sprayed in the game last week against the Eagles. Uh, that he stayed in for, I might add. <laughs> yep, and uh, Gruden says he is good to go. No soreness in yesterday's practice. Um, Chris Baker, apparently he hurt his toe and his elbow at the same time. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh <clears throat> how do you do that <laughs> but he's questionable along with uh keenan robinson has that knee injury going on questionable for this week and gabe miller with his ankle what has gabe miller done for this team i think he's made a few special teams tackles <clears throat> he's limited in practice questionable um trent williams uh did practice in a limited he took a limited role in practice um He's still got that strained right shoulder, as we all saw last week, his shoulder kind of dragging the ground, like Neanderthal looking. Um, <laughs> and He's going to play, uh, dude. Jason Hatcher, man. He's not going to play because it's against his, his comrades. Right knee. He's listed as doubtful. I told you. What did he do, he's break the sack by one over what I said it was going to be? All I got to say to that is I called it. Yeah, he also had, like, one other more sack. I said he was going to have four, and he had, like, five. You thought he was going to be some force with, like, 12 sacks or something. No, I didn't. What did I say? I said five sacks. You said more than that. All right. Somebody look it up and let us know. Yeah, but you – I mean, remember always talking about how in the years gone by, he's had, like, an average of, like, four sacks, and then last year he got ten or something for the Cowboys, and then they cut him, and then – this year, he's back down to five. I mean, I was like, yeah, I think that might, you know. Here's another that. eyebrow raiser, Stephen Bowen. And he's old. Stephen Bowen mispracticed with an illness, and he's questionable to play. Apparently, he busted a gut when he ate too much on Christmas Day. Another ex-cowboy. Another ex-cowboy not playing against the Cowboys. Told you. Don't sign him. Don't sign Cowboys ever. These guys had an impact in that earlier Cowboys game, though, this season. They did? Yes. Did Hatcher have a sack? I don't think he did. Um, still lost. Yeah. They still beat the Cowboys. Yeah, they beat the Cowboys. I'll tell you, Hatcher. Zero sacks against his old mates. (laughs) You know he wanted to. He was endearing. 
to Tony Romo's yellow cake. Was that the game that Hatcher was running around with no helmet? I don't remember. I don't think it was. Or his son. Or his son. Anyway. It's cool. You can touch my helmet. Hey, dudes, this is the first time in a long time I've got to do this. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. This week's Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you by Ritapoo. Who wants to start it out? <coughs> Quiet John should go. The low talker. My kick goes to Cobra Kai for that awful kick at the end of the game. <laughs> oh, yeah, for kicking the guy right in the yellow cake with the ball? Yeah. He, Squibbler, giving him a good field position. All he kick off and then stop him and the game's <laughs> over, and then he does that crap. Hey, what was that? What the hey? Did anybody comment on what happened with that? <clears throat> did he Did he say, oh, I just slid off the side of my size 6 Nike? Uh, barf said it was supposed to be a squib kick. Size Why? Then it's on Barf. No, it was supposed to go. He didn't squib it. He just kicked it right at the dude. He hit the guy directly. I think he might not have been able to heat up his Nike enough or something. You know, with the heat gun. Get his foot in there. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Josh, who are you giving mm. yours to? Man. Um... I, you know what? I can't decide in this game. You're not giving one? You give yours, and then I'll decide. All right, I've decided who I'm giving mine to. Jim Hazlitt. Because how many third and, like, forevers did we give up in this game? Yeah. And rush three. And rush three, yeah. It would be, like, third and 20, and we're rushing three, and I'm going, why are we rushing three people right now? I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. And we gave Dirty Sanchez enough time to like pick out whoever he wanted to throw it to. Usually, that Ertz guy. Ertz. So anyway, that's who mine's going to. And Josh, you're just not giving one. You're no. You're I'll, I'll give one. I'll give one. Um, I'm gonna give mine to Jordan Reed in this game. I feel like he did not make uh, as much of an impact as he should have. He was only targeted four times, but he only caught caught two of them. And he had one, if I remember right, that like hit him in the hands. He just totally dropped it. Um, his longest on this on this game was a four yard reception. We need to see bigger plays out of Jordan Reed. Yeah, speaking of someone that gets injured a lot too. Yes, <clears throat> absolutely. Anyway, all right. Well, that was all right. I'm excited about my my game ball. All right. Well, let's get right into it. And now the coveted and ever elusive game ball award. All right, I'm going to go first on this one. I am going to give my game ball to someone I've never even heard of until this week. Jackson Jeffcoat. Jackson Jeffcoat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the former uh, Seahawk, Jackson Jeffcoat, stepped in. And, uh, man, he had he had a uh, sack. He had uh, pass defended. Dude, he, dude just stepped in and was like, yeah, Jeffcoat is here. It was awesome. All it was right. Good to see. John? <laughs> uh, By the way, he's from Dallas. Yeah, he's, his dad played for Dallas. But he didn't. So. But he didn't. Not his son. 
Not as not as not as sung. Not as sung. Nah. All right. Mine. Well, I'm just gonna have to go with Durrell. Two, two, and two, and one. He took the two train two times to the yes, house. He did. That play never works twice in one game until this game. The direct handoff. That's the only play he knows, I think. He's got like three plays in the playbook that are his, and one of them is that direct handoff dive. And and it always gets stopped the second time, but this time it worked both times. Yep. Two two and two. All right. Well I'd, I'd be interested to see him see them run like a uh like a, a fullback stretch with him or something. See what he could stretch. do. I just like stretch. seeing him get into the end zone every time. Yeah, run a stretch ball. play or something with him. They're always expecting him to run up the gut. Yeah, two, two, and two, and one in your face, Eagles fan. Yeah, in your face, Eagles fan. He gets a game ball just for that. All right, so, all right, my game ball then is going to have to go to Brashad Breland for, like, fighting through that horrible game he had the week before against Odell Beckham Jr. And... Um, Coming up with that huge play at the end to seal it for us. Well, almost seal it for us. To stop the Eagles from winning, let's put it that way. Did you say you're giving it to Odell Beckham Jr.? No. Rashad Breland. <laughs> I'd also like to point out that Noah D. Turtle just chimed in and said he's giving his game ball to Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, he, did, he definitely gets one too. Oh, yeah, dude. Not only Josh has the stats, but he had another huge game against his old mates to – Prove even further to Chip Jabatung Kelly that he made a mistake <laughs> in cutting him. And he had 54 yards receiving on the day. He averaged 20.1 yards. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm lying to you. Finally, wrong, a big name signing for us that actually paid off. 126 yards on the day, four receptions. Yeah. And I don't think we got Rainbow Connection, who's also on here. He didn't give us a game ball. So. 1,083 yards. Is where he sits on the season right now. By yeah. the way, his career is a nice round number, 7,200 RPMs. Nice. Don't forget, he hates the Cowboys too. Yeah, I also want to uh, give a, not a game ball, but a word of encouragement to, uh, <laughs> words of encouragement to RG3 <laughs> for um, playing better in this game. I only saw, yeah. Yeah, I think he was only sacked two times, and one of them was still his fault where it looked like, he should have stepped up in the pocket and he kept going back, but that's a lot better to like, you know, what he's been doing in the past. Dude, with the whole no, I don't thing. think I don't think either of those were on him. I watched the I was watching the replay. I, I thought he, he should have stepped up on that one. Yeah, I do too. The other one, I just don't think so he had much. time, man. I think it was just like there were those those two instances, but I didn't put either of those on him this week. Okay, Rainbow Connections also given his uh, game ball to. DJX. And I'll also get, yeah, DJX, and also for that little, um, if you guys haven't seen it, the little Vine video of him um, doing his modified Eagles strut was worth a game ball just in itself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Pierre Garçon had a pretty good day. Um, you know, every time we threw him the ball, he was averaging 15 yards on it. So I'm glad to see that they came out ready to play, and I hope to see that same intensity tomorrow against <clears throat> the Blue Wimps from Dallas, the who Blue are going to play their second-to-last game of the season because, you know, they're not very good. Guys, i got to point out also, Ryan Clark had 15 tackles in this game. Ryan Clark, man. 
Uh, we've railed on him enough. He's been inconsistent, but I thought he had a pretty good game this week. <sighs> okay. Uh, I mean, overall, there, he had his moments. All right, all right. I can't really recall any bad moments right off the tip of my He didn't get he didn't get a kick at the balls, so Yeah. That's something. Right, fellas? That's something. Oh yeah, and Noah also says Kerrigan was worthy of a game ball. Of course, yeah. I mean that's at least two games in which he had a a uh, sack for a fumble recovery on the first drive of the game to give our team the lead at the beginning. I mean, not that the offense did much with it, but I mean, it's better to start out with the lead than trying to come back from behind. It always you is. Know, you know what really helped us talking about all these guys was the limiting of mistakes. We had three penalties for 15 yards and they had 13 for over a hundred yards. Yeah, That's a good point, John. That's, That's a huge a good point. point because the week before against the giants, we, I think between penalties and sacks given up, it was almost 200 yards, negative yards. And this week, we only gave up two sacks, I believe. I don't know the yards on it. And then penalty, 15 yards of penalties and two sacks. I mean, look at that difference. And that is a huge point, dude. Good job. Yes. John speaks little, but he makes some great points when he does chime in. <laughs> anyway, dudes, um, I think that about rounds it out, doesn't it? Is that it? Tomorrow's game against the Dallas Cowboys is at 1 p.m. Live on Jack Field. Jack Kidd. So uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Um, oh. And, oh, also, we're, uh, yeah, go ahead, Josh. I was just going to say, let's not uh, you know, really give a round of applause to uh, Jim Hassan for that on the air song. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys next week. Um, hail to the Redskins. And if you see an Eagles or a Cowboys fan, Joker. 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 Joker.